0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Policy Punchline. Here at the show we interview entrepreneurs, policymakers, makers, business executives to talk about the world today. I am Princeton sophomore, Tiger Gao. Uh, So today I'm back at the New Lab in New York, which is a uh, tech incubator, frontier tech incubator, that's very different from many other incubators out there. And uh, joining me at New Lab offsite interview is uh, uh, Kai Wei, who, uh, who is the founder of Light Phone. Uh, It's a super exciting company and we will have a conversation with him about uh, his product and also uh, some of the issues in our tech world today. Thanks so much for joining us today, Kai. No,
1: thank you for having me. appreciate it. Uh,
0: Yes, why don't we just start with the most basic question. What is the Light Phone?
1: Yeah, I mean, so um, roughly five years ago um, or six years ago, my co-founder Joe and I both um, joined this incubator that Google Created for designers, the whole hypothesis that they want designer to be on a founding table, not just MBA or engineers, right? So the whole thing is that you know using our empathy to create product to actually help people. So yeah, we we were encouraged to build um, mobile phone application at the time five years ago. That's when Apple Watch and Google Glass just in, just get introduced, right? And you see all the people making. IoT devices that saying that they're gonna make your life better. But the more you dive into it, the realize that you realize how every app or social media make money through advertisement, through your own personal data. Right? So when you're designing an app, as a designer or engineer, you always wanna make sure every step away is interesting, it's enticing. So users spend as much time as they can in your app so the company can make more money. And no wonder our smartphone is addictive. Well, we are touching our phone 2,617 times in average a day, including tapping, swiping, just touching it. And we ask ourselves, okay, you know, like, is this something that we wanted to contribute, creating another software app to steal people's time and attention? We, uh, you know, we very quickly realized that the last thing this world needed from me is to create another app. So we decided to do something completely opposite. You know, we want to create create a a product that help people disconnect, to help people take a break. You know, it's like in the old days, right? You sit down in your computer, you're connected, and you get up, you move away, you're disconnected. We try to create a product that encourage and inspire people to, to do that, and that's the first Life Phone. The original Life Phone is designed to be used as little as possible. It's a credit card size mobile phone that only make and receive phone call. It was designed to be a secondary phone and that uh, pair with your smartphone and use your smartphone number. So sometimes you could turn on Life Phone from your smartphone. Leave smartphone behind, leave all the distraction and noise behind, and go out enjoy a day without without all the noise. But you could you won't miss a call from your parents, from your girlfriend. That's the first light Phone. Um, and you could even call Uber. I heard. Uh, you cannot call Uber. It's from, nothing from from, from iPhone one. No, uh, gotcha, original gotcha. iPhone one just phone call and text message. And I could you know talk about why we do we just launch iPhone two. Um, we shipped. We did a crowdfunding campaign for light Phone One in 2015, raised four hundred thousand dollars. We're getting a lot of press attention, and people start using light Phone, and they come back and telling us that, wow, going light is exciting. It's 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 refreshing because you pay attention to, to your friends, you to to the cloud, you know, to the, to the surroundings, right? So they come back saying, I want to do, I want to go light more often. I want to use light Phone more often. I don't want a secondary phone, I want my phone to be like a like phone, and I just need text message, I need Uber, I need direction. So Everyone has this one more thing that they think is going to stop them from using smartphone or internet or social media. Exactly. Right? So we kind of ask ourselves, okay, is Uber, is ride sharing really a distraction, is direction a distraction? You know, like thinking about it, it, we have customer coming back saying, like, me, and, uh, you know, a, a couple went out for dinner, and after the dinner, they wanna they are using Life Phone, but they, they want to get a taxi home, and they couldn't get an Uber because they can't use Uber on Life Phone, and so they they then they, they, they email us saying, hey, can you add Uber to your Life Phone? That's all I need. I don't want a smartphone anymore, and we kind of, you know, wholeheartedly agree that. Yeah, that's adding, a reasonable function. To, yeah, to be adding a utility tool is not really a distraction. And that's, that's, that's how we decided to um, create Life and starting Light or Light as a brand, as a first place, right? We wanted to encourage more people to, to take a break and using technology as tools, uh, you know, like the tool that empowers us, not the other way around. So adding couple more utility tool that does not have um, uh, advertisement, there's no data collecting, you know, there's n- uh, no distraction and noise. Just like do one thing well, right? It's like similar to how you use um, screwdriver, right? Hammer. You have you have hammer. You, you use it every uh, occasionally and quickly get the job done and, and finished and you put it back. Right? You don't pull out your screwdriver and use it and start swiping, staring at your screwdriver for two hours, right? That just doesn't make sense. And that, 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 that totally <laughs> makes sense.
0: Yeah, That's why you were saying how uh, it's a phone designed sort of for the utility purpose, yeah. know, for the sort of
1: as an extension to the… It's what supposed to be. Like when Marty Cooper, the person that designed the first mobile phone, when he designed a mobile phone, his whole idea is that… This device represents you. Represents this number is your extension, right? It's not creating a portal to social media, a portal to data collecting. It's it's you. It's phone. Right? And we we kind of you know agree with him, hundred percent. And 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 you know like it's like, like I said, it's our tool. It's supposed to supposed to help us get one task finished quickly, so you, you can get back and living your life, not. Getting this thing finished quickly and then start swiping and and showing you advertisements so I can make more money like that's how app works right now, ninety nine percent of the time. I actually wanted to get into
0: this deeper topic about you know unplugging in general because I feel like there's a, a societal consensus these days about some of the issues that you talk about today. Uh, but do you think it's actually possible for people to not use smartphones at all? Because personally, saying I I am annoyed by social media and I'm annoyed by those things. But I need Facebook Messenger to talk to my friends. I need, you know, iMessage. I, I mean, I, I need to check my emails uh, on a regular basis. And I think people who are, especially in certain industries, they need they need those tech in order to, to, work, right? So so just like if you don't have a computer these days, if you don't know how to use some of those stuff, you probably can't find a job. So I don't, I don't know. Do, how how is I, I guess you're not advocating for completely withdrawing from
1: technology. No. So we, never, be... we never say that light phone is for everyone. Uh, if, as a matter of fact, I think life phone uh, is just a different, um, if you use it's different shoes, right? We all have different shoes, different clothes for different locations, right? Smartphone is great for so, so many things like FaceTime my family. My girlfriend uh, a thousand miles away, or um, getting the weather, like all those things are good. But what if the next hour or the next day, all you want is, you know, sitting on the beach watching sunset or take a, take a walk down the street without distraction? Why do we need to bring a mini computer with us 24-7? Right. Smartphone right now is, is not a phone anymore. It's a mini computer. People watch videos, take photos, share, commenting on social media. It, 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 it's overtaking our life to a degree that there are research out there saying just the phone, smartphone itself on the table, face down, turn off, using whatever the app you're using to limit your usage. Exactly. It's distracting you. Constantly, even though you, d- you do that, it's still distracting you, changing your conversation with your friend because you know someone's gonna pick it up of and course. texting you. So what you know, if turning your smartphone off helps, great. If turning on flight mode helps, great. If using Google, Samsung, or um, Apple's wellness app helps you, that's all good. But from my perspective, I think we need a entire different solution that's not in that ecosystem. So you cannot easily turn on your uh, phone.
0: But why can't I just go back to Nokia from five, ten years ago? Why can't I just buy one of those simple phones and, and, and use yeah, one of those? Yeah, of course. Why, you
1: could like do that too. Um, but in, uh, from, again, from my perspective, those phones are not designed for you to disconnect. Those phone is 2G network, it's been retired in US, yeah. they still have Twitter, social media. Um, it's Bulky, mm. um, it's embarrassing. No one's really using using them. <laughs> phone Two is really cool. This is a <laughs> so, podcast, so, where so we to can't me, show that's that, not yeah. really an option. It's an argument for sure. Like saying, "Hey, why can I use yeah. you know vintage phone that twenty years ago?" But just you know, the fact that no one is using it, uh, you know, it's it's not really designed for that experience. And for Phone, you know, it's a it's a customized design hardware customized design, user interface, the packaging, the branding. It's all consistent so that when you use it, it make the experience special. You know make disconnecting or make like, okay, the next hour I'm gonna walk out without my smartphone and when you and just with my light phone. And when you are out there, you're constantly reminded by yourself that you make that decision to go like and you 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 will stop paying attention and you keep reminding yourself that okay I'm gonna try to enjoy this time I'm going to try and to uh, 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 talk to my friend making eye contact and all, you know all this good human interactions um, so yeah it's uh,
0: I I, uh, I completely agree with uh, some of the, some of the arguments y- you raised but I also wanted to just play devil's advocate for a little bit here because I think that might yeah. get the conversation deeper so I read this New York Times article titled is a dumber phone a better phone? You probably read this article because it r- wrote about uh phone and the, the ending of that article is somewhat pessimistic because it says at the end, you know, f- I quote, uh, smartphones are now trapped inside the world we've constructed around them and so are we. If we want to escape, it won't be another phone uh, that gets, gets us out. So I think uh, you mentioned how, you know, instead of just having those apps that, that limited the use time, you need to construct a new product, a new ecosystem which I completely agree, but do you think we need to go even a step further it Is by saying, you know, a phone cannot really solve this kind of societal obsession with tech anymore? Like, we need to do even more.
1: Well, I, I didn't know about that. I, what I know is that we should, I mean, every, as a designers, when you design an object, you always have a clear intention of what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve, right? It's like, again, similar to how we design hammer, chair. There's a clear intention why I designed this object. Yeah. Phone, or especially our smartphone right now, in my mind, the intentionality is wrong, meaning the application that we design live in the smartphone. It's, not, it's now designed to capture your time, attention, and data so the company can make money is not designed to do one thing good so in my mind it's not it's not a question about is phones going to fix the problem it's the question how we design technology, how we develop technology in a way it's honest it's straightforward it's not sacrificing everyone's willingness to to achieve um the better metrics for company so this is the first step towards yeah, many of course and in life we i never say life phone is a solution life phone is actually a question i want to ask right the question is you know when you with your smartphone your mind is always somewhere else you keep thinking about emails the video you want to watch your social media right but when i when you go light and remove all the temptation from your smartphone you have the right tool with you you can get a taxi home you can text, you can call people, you can get a direction, you have all the right tools give you that peace of mind, but there's no uh, 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 unlimited feeds, you know, there's nothing to escape the boredom, there's nothing to escape your real life, right? So the question is, what are you going to do? You're sitting in the park or sitting in the coffee shop by yourself alone. What do you want to think about? What's important to you? Like, if you have no way to avoid our questions and I think it's important for us to create create an environment you know for for to to let our creativity fly to actually think about the thing that makes sense to you to actually choose what technology makes sense to you versus being manipulated into uh, going through the unlimited feeds uh, or you know getting excited about your friends social media post that right. got nothing to do with you at all But but let me just
0: take a step back about this whole thing about being plugged in and anxiety. Uh, So what is wrong? What is fundamentally wrong of of being plugged in? Because I'm in this moral philosophy class this semester, and we studied sort of this famous case by this uh, philosopher, Robert Nozick, uh, called the experience machine case. So my friend Richard sits next to me here. He studies uh, philosophy at, at NYU, so he probably can help me out here. But basically, the the case says that, you know, the, the, say someone is plugged into an experience machine and you can do, you can experience all the joy and happiness mm-hmm. you want. Uh, and you can also go on, challenge yourself, whatever, do everything you want in that machine and you can have better welfare, better happiness, better utility, better everything in that machine. What is so fundamentally wrong of being that machine? And this philosopher was basically saying that uh, somehow you're missing out life and that some, somehow... Kind of, kind of wrong with it. So my question, too, is that why, why shouldn't, if I personally find so much joy out of Facebook, why shouldn't I be allowed to just plug into that 12 hours a day where we're waste my life in... See, waste is a, it's a normative judgment that we're having here. Why is it a waste of time at all? <laughs> uh, no,
1: I, I I think if you really sincerely enjoy uh, reading through social media's feeds and that makes you happy, nothing wrong at all. Um, but what I learn or what I, you know, observe um, what's happening right now is everyone's putting just one angle of your life on social media because yeah, we're creating your impression. are creating your own interpretation of you. So you share the time, the photos are when you're um, vacationing, when you're having a good time, when you party, when you have a, a good relationship, and and when someone sitting along. In the in the apartment and feeling depressed, you know, <laughs> social media and scrolling through all the feeds that everyone is so happy. Exactly. I'm the only one that's suffering, and that's I think that's when anxiety hits you the hardest. And it's that's my it's life. create really, really profound. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a really, really profound impact to young people especially. But the problem is that that's not life. That's just one tiny angle of your life, right? Everyone right. everyone gets depressed everyone got envy you got upset <laughs> you got angry are we gonna share all that on social media all these things on social media we don't we're we creating a version of yourself on social media I don't I don't think that's healthy healthy at all but you know like if plugging in 24/7 you uh, um, the, uh, virtual reality all that makes you happy I mean I guess like the the, the 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 other extreme direction is to just sitting in the box. You don't have to live life. You just like plug in and you can experience every everything in that box with the VR exactly. machine on, right? So I if mean, that's 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 how people want to live the life, great. I have no objection to that. But for me, I think you know we we have so much in our life. The trees the cloud the building people friendship your family t- like every tiny agree, yeah. details if you pay attention is extraordinary like the textures on the leaf mm. the textures on the tree yeah, why your family support you uh, without condition <laughs> like, all totally. this are so interesting and profound but we willingly give it up give it up to to the quick excitement from your smartphone, from all the app creators that are creating apps to try, to try to capture your data and time and make more money. Are we, do we think it's the right direction? Do we think that should be the only direction that technology is heading to? I don't think so. I think we should have options, right? If you love smartphone, you love all the convenience that, that come with smartphone, use it. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't like that, if you want to get rid of that, if you want a different option instead of no option or getting a vintage phone, get the life phone. I mean, it's, it's a Swiss army knife tool. It's not, it's not trying to steal your time, not right. trying to steal attention. It's just a tool and you can live life the way you want it to, but you have the right, the right uh, support to empower you and get your boring Task finished. Like <laughs> getting a taxi, right? You, you don't want to standing on the street waving for taxi. Totally. You can get an Uber quickly. Get taxi home so you can live your life. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with either one. I think it just need a we need options. You
0: know. Uh, um, so I also have this. Uh, I also read this article, a New New Yorker article titled "The Pointlessness of Unplugging." Yeah. Uh, it basically claims that. You know, it, it, the claim that we should unplug and connect with the real world, you know, quote unquote real world, suggests that the selves we are online are not thought it, are authentic and that the relationships that we forge in digital spaces aren't meaningful. So, which, and, and, and the article basically go, goes on attacking this premise and, and says yeah. that because some of our closest friendships and some of the most significant professional connections are all established online and people find uh, data date online now
1: now these days. So so it's a why should we? Uh, oh no, no, no! It's know. all good. I think it it does help people. At some instance, that you actually find happiness, happiness, find your community through online commu- uh, online or social media channels, which is great. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think those are um, internet or social media uh, or smartphone. They all have their benefits, right? Um, they all could potentially help you. But in my mind, like. I think what's wrong is fairly obvious. I mean, I I get asked all the time from people that don't believe disconnecting helps you. That where you know what's wrong with uh, having a smartphone? What's wrong with all this app? Was like just go sit in the subway, go sit in the restaurant, or sit in the park. Look up. Look how many people staring at the screen without making conversation or making eye contact with strangers. Just sit in the New York ride a subway and see 99% of people staring at a screen, plugging and not it just you, it's, it's extremely unhuman. That's not how we live life as human. you know if we all want to just spend swiping screen all the time and that's how we're gonna live a life and if that's the life we want to live, Great. <laughs> but, but I also, but, I also so that's feel like not me. Th-
0: there is also a danger that I think that people, uh, the, the whole unplugging movement, you know,
1: people it's well, say— Well, I, I, I think violence, you know, is always healthy. Taking a break is always healthy. I think we are now—we're unbalanced with all the connected device IoT and smartphone, social media, app. We're heavily leaning towards the connected life, and very extremely— uh, 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 relying on that, but there's no company, there's no, I mean, r- almost no one in technology industry is creating product on the opposite side, right? Creating product that not They're trying contrarian to, about yeah, this. It's not street. trying to enslave you. I create product just to, you know, hopefully empower you, uh, and so you could get stuff done and live your life. And in my mind, it's always healthy to have balance, right? We're not saying everyone on the other side, everything on the other side is bad. But why can't we have an option on the other uh, spectrum? The, the danger I worry is
0: that we're so connected right now and because it's so impossible to completely unplug that people would, you know, quote, unquote, unplug temporarily and they project this sort of wholesomeness, whatever. Oh, my God, I, was, uh, I, was, uh, don't, I wasn't on Twitter for a couple of days. Now I'm back or like uh, hashtag detox, whatever, like... <laughs> It just seems like, oh, we're all wholesome and happy, and we, we didn't use social media for a couple of days.
1: And that doesn't seem to be well, yeah, that's, quite, that's you That's know? what they projected on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, 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 right? That's what they want to show. Uh, what's what people want to project on social media. That's the angle of their own interpretation of who they are. It's not what happened. Right? You're you, you interpreting information from social media, and that's what social media give you. Right? Hey, oh, I went, I went on 12 hours detox, I'm so happy now. But like, in that 12 hours, this anxiety hits you right away if of you course. don't have your smartphone. And you start thinking about what you want to do. You get really, really bored right? and you, you want a way out, there's no way out. And then after all that, you start to realize that, oh, I don't really need to know what's happening on social media. I don't really need to see the news 24/7 all the time I'm okay sitting here just thinking about universe for one hour or two hours and I'm happy and after the, the 12 hours of process it come to a conclusion that disconnecting or you know not being distracted by smartphone from time to time is healthy <laughs> it's the same thing right you, 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 you social media only show you one angle of everyone's journey uh, 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 you know, in, a, in, a, in a given day it's not it's not giving you the whole picture of how the experience will look like I'm not saying detoxing is not an overused term I'm just saying it's you know we're not getting the entire picture uh, if you only totally. get information on social media
0: uh, do you think our society would be better off if all social media suddenly disappears
1: yeah, I, mean, in, well, I, I don't I do not you know but of of I think we'll get better if we're not only seeing filtered information so what's happening is, your information, your browser histories, your social media activities, is being fit into this machine uh, in those tech companies and they group your personality, your history, your browsing history, your friends, into certain group, And they have a very sophisticated algorithm to fit fit your information or you into a specific advertiser. So they can throw advertisement at you that's more efficient. It's all optimized to sell product to you. Your your data is their product. You know, you, we are not we are not the customers, right? You you probably heard the phrase non, hundreds of times that we are social media's product. We are Google's product. We're not customers. They take our data, synthesize it, filter it, and sell it to different advertisers. So they you know so the advertise advertiser could target you or similar people in that group and feed you information that that optimize the opportunity that you will buy that product <laughs> do
0: uh, it sounds like you uh, you don't you're not so optimistic in in the sense that um how, like, how do you view the trajectory of technological well, I'm, progress? I'm object, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I think this this trend or this movement is going to get bigger from here you know Apple, Samsung, Google—they all introduced their wellness app last year to help people cut down their smartphone usage. Tim Cook from Apple is out there saying that people shouldn't use smartphone that much. You should spend time with your family. He was out there saying that technology should empower people, not enslave people. And you know, obviously, you know, the the, the Apple's actions probably. Not aligned with what he uh, really claimed <laughs> he to, be. to be, but but Just in, because since this movement is happening, that people become more aware of what's happening in this industry, and a lot of people are looking for a way out. Maybe not for you, maybe for your kids. You know, like the 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 most obvious evidence that in my mind is that like a lot of schools, right? They. A couple of years ago, brag about how every student has a laptop, an iPad, a computer. It's all connected. But <laughs> I mean, since last year, they're bragging about this: this campus is smartphone free. Yeah, this yeah. campus it's is tranquility no computer, yeah. right? So you yeah. can yeah. see the tide changed. But in my mind, you know, going going on one direction to move all of us to all of us to a more connected life. It shouldn't be the direction, we should have branch, we should branch out and offer different tools, so that we all have a choice that you can use smartphone, this is very convenient. But if you understand that what's, what you sacrifice through the convenience, maybe this tool can help you um, um, living life better, or I mean, I don't know if it's better, but, but you know, like more aligned with your personal value. I, I, I completely agree. Um,
0: I, I, do, do you think tech's uh, impact on people so far is net positive in the sense that I think it, it's probably arguable, one could argue that Facebook's net positive, social media's net, uh, net, net net impact on the society is a net positive, it could be net negative. Sure, they've done some good, but they've also done more, much more bad, so do you have a view on, on Technology, because I was talking to Sean, who was the CEO of New Lab, that was then, and he
1: was saying how technology itself is neutral; it just depends on who uses it. Um, but let's well, I will come to argue that I wouldn't. I, w- I won't say I don't think smartphone is neutral. I don't think wonderful point. The app, and yeah. social media is neutral anymore. Um,
0: well, we'll to bring this recording to Sean, and <laughs> respond to it again. It would be good, good debate.
1: I mean, yeah, technology is. I mean, like. The ability, the, the ability to search, Google everything you want to know, and you come up with the answer. This, is, this function is neutral. But if you design this feature and package in a, in a system that, that while you're doing that, we're going to collect your information, we're going to sell it, we're going to show you a different advertisement. We're going to mine it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to filter your, your feeds so you only see the stuff you are you care about. You know you react to it because they want they want engagement. And what what drive what drives human engage? Negative things. You know, like disaster, fear. That's what drive. That's most efficient efficiently driving engagement. And that's what clickbait. Yeah, that's, that's what nice people use. And that just. This seems, you know, it sounds really evil, but that's what's happening. And I, I would also argue that's how we lost our empathy, right? You, you know, like you, are America is so divided right now. Even China is divided. Every country is divided in a way that I only see the feeds from my from, from the news that agree with me. Right. I don't see the other side of things. Completely right? agree. Yeah. The other side is having the same reaction. They only see. The uh, the fees that that within the belief the system within yeah. the value right so you don't you're never seeing the other side of story and you lost the empathy you don't you don't know how how I'm thinking I don't know what you're thinking it, it's it, I, I you know I don't know is technology is a net positive and net negative all I know is I think this uh, this intention of how we are creating technology is wrong. This current sort of development,
0: the recent trend. Yeah, and that shouldn't
1: be that shouldn't be the only direction that we're all heading to. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, are you optimistic that that things will
0: will support? I, do. I mean you, you were talking about how I do Google I mean I think s-
1: most evidently to me is more high school kids in like eighth grade, ninth grade, um, kids are reaching out to us directly and saying that, Oh, life is so cool I mean that remind me that we shouldn't be all looking at our phone <laughs> with our friends, like you can see kids are aware of this problem, even though they might be born in, into, you know, this hyper-connected uh, world, you know, like 15, 16 years of age, right? They're born into this. They never know the world without smartphone or without this hyper-connected um, environment, right? But they are somehow aware of the impact. To- totally, um, yeah. Because I, I know we don't have
0: too much time left, so I want to just uh, talk a little bit about the process of making the foe and your personal entrepreneurship uh, journey. Because you have worked as a mobile device product lead for almost eight years, and your background was in industrial engineering, product design, business administration. So I wanted to, to um, I guess, to hear a little bit about. I mean, New Lab is a frontier tech um, sort of incubator. How did you arrive at New Lab? What's the process like? you know making this actual product of life phone what kind of tech you used uh, and,
1: and and how you arrived at, at, um, here yeah yeah well entrepreneurship is not easy it is also not for everyone <laughs> um, it is extremely difficult and you know challenging but the reward is is huge like i didn't i think i did not wake up every day feel very shitty about my job doesn't want to go to work you know, I wake up trying to make things happen. Right. Um, uh, and you know, I used to really like weekend, expecting weekend, like you could relax, you could do your things. But now, after I started my own company, I don't really like weekend. Because <laughs> weekend, everything, in, during the weekend, everything stop, right? No one's making any uh, uh, movement in a weekend. I want things to happen. I think mean, that's like the major difference um, uh, uh, from... Uh, going from uh, uh, employee and and start your own company, making a phone as a startup is is, is again difficult because um, if you with with the big company you know Apple, Samsung, Motorola, they all have like team of hundred people, different engineers covering different angles, um, but we we only have you know ten right now to cover every aspect of this business from hardware, hardware development, software coding, marketing, uh, fundraising, strategy, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, it's, I, I always tell people that if you don't believe in the mission that your product is trying to accomplish, don't do it. Yeah, you know, Don't start a company based on new technology or, or, money, or, or money or opportunity. Start a company based on your own value. Because I wake up every day, I have a thousand reasons to give up, to not continue doing what I do. It's a life To not continue doing what I do, um, but but the, the notion of, okay, I think this is really important to humanity. I think this is what we need in society. We need the option, not in a smartphone. Like, that mission really drives I make uh, continue doing what I do uh, as well as like you know customers feedback and coming back saying, oh you know going like so refreshing. Um, I actually spent time with my kids. I actually talked with my wife for like one hour nonstop. you know it's really difficult. I, I, I tap my phone, I tap my pocket. I don't have my smartphone but uh, eventually I, f- I, I you know feel freed you know all this feedback. Um, carries us um, a long way as well, so totally, if, I totally. guess like to sum it up I think if you don't believe that in the mission that you're trying to do not like super like really passionate about it don't don't go on this route <laughs> this this uh, entrepreneur uh, route. So if I'm a customer I would
0: love to get, get a uh, life on it right now what are some of the ways I could get it?
1: Um, um, the only that's... way is to uh, go on go on to our website uh, lightphone.com. You can pre-order right now. Um, it's gonna take you know take us a couple months to fill your order. Um, we are back ordered uh, at the moment, uh, so we keep we're trying to keep up to the demand and fulfill the pre-orders, but. Yeah, but, but the podcast interviewer gets a gets a special
0: <laughs> cut in the line. Like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, gotcha. So yeah,
1: but we have we have hundreds, I mean tens of thousands of people uh, waiting to uh, to to try the device. It was That's really amazing. really encouraging. That's really amazing. Uh,
0: where do you sort of envision? All this thing until do you see kind of iPhone phone being gradually developed into a community where you will gradually expand into making computer devices making other devices that uh iot related devices that, that make our lives a little bit simpler
1: and disconnected or yeah i think this design philosophy could apply to every technology devices um when i started the brand light we're not thinking about building a phone with a smartphone addiction um, just happened to be the first problem that we wanted to address, but I think you know, like down the road, we could have light um, laptop that was designed for writers, you know, for you to concentrate and write essays, articles. Like that's the only thing it does, or light camera. You know, it does one thing well. But I think this design principle, design philosophy, could apply to you know, the take uh, all kinds of devices or. Um, product that we use, like another example is alarm clock, right? We all use our smartphone to wake us up right now. So the first thing you see when you wake up is your smartphone, and, and you immediately get stuck into uh, in, uh, instant message, social yep. media. But but, but uh, alarm clock is supposed to, you know, wake you up on time and make you feel like you're ready for the day. And that's it. All right? Why can we design a light alarm clock that just does that? And so like every experience becomes really special when you have an object that was designed specifically for that purpose. You know, like human, we all need object to inspire us. That's why we have like, you know, the necklace, the, the statues to, to help us, to inspire us to do good, to, to remember our religions, to re- remember where we come from. Like object is actually really powerful if you design it well um to for to make um the specific experience really special and profound awesome uh that that is wonderful
0: to hear and to just to wrap up the show the name of our podcast is Policy punchline so i want you to, uh, i want to ask you at the end of our show what's the punchline here uh, it could be about life, phone could be about the future of tech about
1: product Oh well, yeah, I mean, I guess life phone. Life phone. We call them. We call life phone a phone for human. You know, it's uh, it's not a phone to um, to for try to steal your attention. Uh, it's yeah. human. It's it's. We're not anti-technology. We're not anti-smartphone. It's just human to think about to put our willness above everything else.
0: Awesome. So thanks so much for this wonderful, empowering and positive oh, message no, thank here. Thank Appreciate it. Um, thanks so much for doing this interview with course. us. Awesome, uh, and this concludes this episode of Policy Punchline. Uh, I was just talking to Kai at New Lab in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, talked about his company Phone, the culture uh, about unplugging, and some of the issues uh, currently existing in our tech scene today. So that was a conversation. Check us out on policypunchline.com on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, rate and review us, and please go go check out uh, the LifePhone.com and. Uh, see if this is for you. I think it could really transform a lot of parts of our lives. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to Policy Punchline, a podcast generously supported by the Julius Rabinowitz Center for Public Policy and Finance at Princeton University. We would also like to encourage you to follow other podcasts produced by Princeton University, such as Politics and Polls by the Woodrow Wilson School of Public and International Affairs. Policy Punchline is intended to be informational only and does not reflect nor represent the views of Princeton University or the Julius Rabinowitz Center for Public Policy and Finance. For more information on subscription, donation, volunteering, or contact, please visit policypunchline.com. Thank you again for listening.